Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Joseph. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to Tribe Podcast. Uh, this week, um, the Lord really directed me into a, uh, a place that we've heard a lot about, and it's the presence of Yahweh, the face-to-face encounter with Him, and really what that looks like, what it means, what's, the, what's really the point of it from a practical standpoint. And he started to direct me through a, a scientific term called attunement, um, where uh, a child's face becomes attuned to the fathers or to the mothers. And so um, really some cool stuff that Yahweh's doing in our midst and speaking through Revelation. And I uh, really hope that you enjoy this podcast this week. Be blessed. There's something about this this idea of that what I what I thought was so powerful. Uh, David brought it up today about trust and us trusting the Father, but that the Father trusts us. That's what Benjamin said to me in my office. He said, I, I believe we've been in this thing of we're moving into a trusting the Father, trusting being able to jump off into some things and that we you know, love him. All all of those things are true, but when that thing gets flipped around on us and he starts saying, But I'm I'm trusting you guys. Like I, I trust this tribe. I'm I'm depositing some things out of uh, out of heaven into you because I see purity and clarity in the vessels that you have become, and your willingness to say yes. And I'm choosing to deliver some things to allow you to represent some things to us. And I think that that's where you stand up and you do say amen, and you start to shift according to the word that's being given. Um, I think it's really powerful. This morning, whenever I whenever I got in, I started to. I started to, to initially do what I always do, which is come into the ark and I start to write. And before I leave the ark, I always pray about, Yahweh, let your words override anything that I have in my heart or that I, that I feel like I need to, to, to say. I give you complete authority to take over and say what you need to say in this place. Let it be about you and not me. And I always say the thing about Holy Spirit, which we all do, which is whatever, however, whenever, meaning Holy Spirit, you take over. And that is my heart. That is what I want. I want to articulate heaven. I don't want to articulate personality. And, um, and, and just give him that, that opportunity and that floor. But when I got here this morning, I sat down to start writing my notes and uh, rewriting some of the things that Holy Spirit had been giving me. And, um, and, I, and I just felt led by Holy Spirit to, to, to pray that prayer first. And that I wanted to be able to, from the moment that I stepped in and I started to write my notes, that the preparation be just all Yahweh, don't let it be me or what I have on my head. Like, I want to start from the very beginning. And one of the things that Yahweh started to speak to me about completely off of what I, uh, I was going to speak about or what I thought he was wanting to speak about was he started to talk to me about this face-to-face, the Jacob generation. And sometimes we... we, we we don't get some these things. It's like biblical terminology. It's you know Christian talk. It's presence is such a big deal, and every Bethel song has presence, and every song we sing says presence, and every preacher talks about presence, and it becomes this mystic, spooky thing that is just whatever. When the Bible actually calls it face to face, and Yahweh talking about face to face, and David always talking about face to face, and always setting the Lord before you, and you get to this place where you go, what in the world is face to face mean? Because how do I become face to face with God? And what does that even look like? How do I practically put this into motion? What, what's the point? 
Remember, if you were here at, at, at Fall Fires, one of the things that Yahweh's been doing in me is, is helping me to kind of to, to hone in what's actually worth it in my life. The, the people, this sounds bad, but it, we, every time that we allow someone or we allow something, some situation, some idea, some uh, political figure, anything in our lives, when we pick that thing up and we allow it headspace in, in our minds, when we allow it in our hearts, when we allow our time to be, what we are saying is that you are worthy. That thing is worthy. If we have a vessel mentality, a representation of Christ mentality, we're saying, in essence, doesn't mean we don't just enjoy things. Life is part of the, the journey. And I love football. I love to watch certain things. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying every time we allow things to stress us out, allow things to worry us, allow things to be in this headspace, we're saying that it's worthy. We're making a declaration that it is worthy or this thing is worthy. And really the only thing, the only one that is worthy is the Father. And so if it's not adding to my walk, I don't need to be letting it affect my life. It, it doesn't need to be worth it in my life. I need to hone in those things. And so he, he starts to, to talk to me about this face-to-face, the Jacob generation, those who seek his face. What does this look like, Father? Why is it a face-to-face thing? And he started to teach me about adoption. He said, you know, have you ever noticed, have you ever heard people say, and this is a kind of a, a, a common theme, that people that have been adopted, they start to actually look and appear like their adoptive parents. And, he's, and he just said that. So I started to look this thing up and found out that it actually is a term, and it's scientifically proven, it's called attunement. Close to atonement. <laughs> it's called attunement. And it actually is, is the process of when a baby or a child even is constantly looking at their parents and watching what their parents do and seeing what they do, their facial structure starts to override genetic deep, uh, predisposition to whether it be health things, things can change there. Whether it be the way that they look, the expressions they make, they're looking at their parents and there's something called attunement where your face is actually being attuned to the one that you're staring at. And so he says, the face-to-face has less to do with this whole kingdom, crazy, whatever. and has to do with you looking at my face so that you start to become attuned to who I am. You start to be attuned to my heart. You start to be attuned to my glory. You start to be able to carry the characteristics of heaven. But if your face is not, if it has not been reformed, which means to turn back to the original target, if it hasn't been reformed to say that I am focused on the one thing and allowing all this other stuff to fade away, and I'm starting to say that you are the only one that's worthy of my time, then there's attunement taking place in your life, right? So many of Christians in this world have been attuned to the political world, like They have been conformed into the image of the world. And all they are is a better, more moral version of what the world is putting out there. Instead of a supernaturally changed, heavenly version of the attunement of His face. 
So I believe what's taking place when we say we are the Jacob generation and what he's entrusting us with is the fact that we've been focused on one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek. Those who seek only his face, that we've reformed ourselves to say my focus, my gaze is on his eyes. And I'm being shifted and attuned to who the Father is through the process of adoption. It's an amazing, amazing concept if you let yourself go there because in that place, it doesn't matter what you were. It doesn't matter what you've become. It doesn't matter who you currently see yourself as. It doesn't matter the things where you messed up. It doesn't matter the shift that took place in your life and then you think you lost it all. He is saying, I want to attune your face to my face. I want to attune your heart to my heart. And I want you to know that literally, I'm not talking in spiritual whatever. This is a scientifically proven natural thing that it can shift your DNA, your genetic makeup into something completely different that's more like Him. Attunement. Doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter how young you are. It's all about what you're focused on. So what do we do when we say we need to be a part of the secret place. We need to go into the secret place. We need to be quiet for a little bit. We need to pray. We need to spend time. It's all part of, it should be enough to say, uh, you know, you just need to spend time with the one who designed you, with the one who created you, the one that's the father. That's all good. And that's true. And that's what he desires is to walk with you in the, in the cool of the day. But there's purpose behind everything the father does. So he wants to spend time with you. He wants to he wants to uh, to just have relationship with you. He cares deeply about everything going on in your life. But there's also this other side of it where it is all about him attuning your face and your expression and your essence to his, and that you become vessels of his glory. That we are uh, from the beginning of time were designed to be conformed predestined to be conformed into the image of Christ. And that comes because I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I hear my father say. My face is focused on his face. And this was how the design was from the beginning of time. So when you are being called into a secret place, when you are having just good old prayer time, just prayer, and not seeing it as like, oh, you see this as a duty that we have to do as Christians, and then I'm just going to feel unworthy if I didn't set aside 45 minutes or six hours or days, if I didn't get away in a little prayer retreat, something's wrong with me. You, under, you, miss, you miss it as a, as a duty instead of an opportunity. Because in the duty world, as a slave, as someone who is less than, is not worthy, everything's a problem. Everything's something you have to do. Everything is law. And it's you're not measuring up. You're not doing it. But if you really see the Father, how Benjamin's talking about as Abba, Papa God, you see this idea of saying, look, I just wanted to provide an opportunity. If you will step in and look at me instead of your cell phone, Instead of what your your current situation is, instead of, uh, of all the things that you think that you want, in me is all of the riches, all of the glory, all of the things that your little heart desires actually exist within me. And you just need to spend time, stay quiet, and get in a place of focus and face-to-face and watch what he starts to do within this generation. And what he's saying is he's trusting, entrusting us. He's putting that seal of approval through his prophetic voice. He's declaring that I am saying this now is that Jacob generation. And I want you to just sit a little while. Let me tell you the process that he that he's take that I believe he takes us through. And and this is this is we've talked so much about humility. 
seeing yourself how the Father sees you. It's wrong for me to get up here and say that I'm unqualified to speak to you when I don't need to be qualified, I just need to be called. He's the one that qualifies all things. So you might not be qualified to be the next finance guru and you might not have all the things. You might not have done the schooling. You might not have done all those things. But if he calls you to it, he within that call has every bit of ability uh, wrapped up in that word to give to you, to change the way that you think, to change the way that you see things. And if you're convinced that you're not worthy and you're finding pride in the fact that you're not worthy, then you'll never step into humility, which is just seeing yourself as the Father sees you. The first thing to do when you get a word of who you are is to declare that word and then to sit back and hold on because trials and tribulations come because of the word. You have to be convinced of what Yahweh spoke over you and spoke to you. And I tell you what, when I got the call, when I got the word that I was set into this place, when I knew that I was being called into this Trials and tribulations hit me in my face, questioning everything about that. And it was proof. It was a testimony that the word was true. That's biblical. So he takes us through this process of humility. But there's there's what the Bible says is that you need to humble yourself and he will exalt you. Now, some people don't want to be exalted. There's a lot of people that love the spotlight and love the microphone and love, you know, places of influence, whatever it is. They like that thing. That's just how they are. And then there's other people that don't. When I was a kid, I felt like I liked kind of the spotlight. When I became an adult, I did not want that. It's like the last thing I want. So it's not always about this exalting into this place of whatever. It's exalting you in every single circumstance and situation. So if you humble yourselves within your financial world, I will exalt you in that financial world. If you will exalt or if you will humble yourself within your sickness, I will exalt you into health. If you will humble yourself within your relationship, I'm going to exalt that relationship. There are things that he wants to set you up as a standard to be the lender and not the borrower, above and not beneath, the first and not the last, a king and not a slave, a king and not a common person. He designed you to be great and to represent him. And you cannot represent the king by acting like a pauper. And you cannot represent the father by acting like less than a son. So, but I believe this is the process of the secret place. When we first step into it and when we are, have been in it forever, this is exactly the process I still walk through. This is what happens. The face-to-face, number one, is the face-to-face. It's a secret place situation. It's where you step into a place and, I, you know, the, the, it's seed time and harvest. Henry talks about that a lot. I believe that it's almost like this. It's more like time, seed, time, and harvest. Why I say that is because initially he wants you to come down and to sit. There's no production. There's no anything. Nothing seems to be shifting. Nothing seems to be changing. Nothing, anything is is there. It's not unto anything other than coming into my presence and to sit. There's a step that we take. And that, to me, first is the face-to-face. The quiet, stillness, the stopping. There's this time process. The next thing that I believe starts to happen... And I'm speaking this out of my own my own experience. This is I, I don't I don't know that I necessarily have this biblical. Um, let me tell you, this is these are the scriptures to follow. I'm, I'm speaking out of my experience in my own secret place lifestyle because I didn't used to live a secret place lifestyle. I couldn't say that I didn't really. I, it was hard for me to get into that and to and to understand. I thought it was very out there and, and just like you know, it was a, it was a burden. 
So this is what I feel like has happened to me. So I sit down. It's quiet. There's nothing. There's things I'm cutting off. There's things you know in your own life you have to cut off and you might not want to, but you got to cut it off so that you can free up your headspace and say that he is worthy of my time, of my of my adoration and my silence for a little bit. You sit there. The next thing that starts to take place is he reveals himself. This is one of the most important parts. Because what he starts to do and what he's done to me is he starts to reveal himself, his nature to me through words, through uh, through visions within my heart, um, through through just maybe it'll be directions to uh, Bible or um, some verses or somebody speaking something to me. There's just there's an attunement to being able to perceive him in situations and say, oh, he's speaking something to me in this now. This is where I feel like so many people get tripped up. Remember, I'm not talking about the first time. This is part of the first time if you don't have a grid for the secret place. This is certainly what you'll experience. But this is what I experienced today. He is the creator of heaven and earth. The most creative being that could ever exist has designed everything. And so many people think they've got him under control. They understand every facet of him. And all he has to do is turn his face one way and you've never known him. It's as if you've never known him. So this happens in a continuous cycle in my life where he reveals himself. But what happens in that place of revealing is you need to do like Frank. See, this is where I learn things from observing children, observing my own children and how they do things and how they react to things. And when Frank comes to me and he says, no, dad, I don't want I don't want to share this right now. I can say, oh, he's shy and he's just or I honor the fact that what he's doing is he's in a secret place moment where the father has not pushed him to say, this is time to speak to the tribe. And I want him to speak to the tribe because it looks good on me and it sounds good. It might fit my my world and my word. But Yahweh's saying, not yet, Frank. Not yet, son. I'm talking to you. I'm revealing myself to you. And this is a vital part of attunement, is the revealing of the Father. You start to look at the Father. You start to see Him in a different way. He starts to say things to you that you need to do this. Get you a piece of paper. Don't go research it. Don't go try to figure it out. Don't try to get a message out of it. Don't try to get all because it, it produces in you this excitement. When I get these things, I'm like, wow, wow. You know, write it down. Be faithful to get a pen and paper and write that thing down and then close that book. Don't speak about it. This is where I've seen so many people get tripped up. So many people that I feel like have been joined to me, joined to this house in this walk through this time is they get so stoked about what Yahweh's doing that they feel like it's time for them to, re- to, to, to release it to everybody and to constantly send me these text messages of this is what Yahweh's speaking, this is what he's doing. And it's this <laughs> because they're releasing something that is supernatural. What he's doing is giving you something from heaven that you are not yet equipped to handle. And if you speak that thing before it's time to speak that thing because you are so excited about it and you're not attuned to the fact that this only works without with the supernatural Holy Spirit within you, what you do is you release something before it's ready to be released and you now are subject to the trials and tribulations that will come because of that word. Out of that tongue, death and life. 
so we start to we start to to in this time of secret place. He's giving you something that's so weighty, something that's, it might seem simple. Oh, prayer, just pray. It would be wrong for me to say, Frank, get up there and speak that on Sunday. You need to be bold. You need to do that. Because then I'm making him subject to that word. But when Yahweh pushes him, it's right for me to also honor that and say, hey, get that microphone ready. I know this boy's ready to speak this. So he's, he, he gives us these supernatural things in this secret place. Face to face is first quiet. Then he starts to reveal himself. Not you. It's not about you. It's not about all the things. Don't go into your place and oh Yahweh, I just I've just failed. I've just done all these kinds of things. No. Sit down and be quiet. And he's going to reveal himself to you. The third thing, if you get through that whole part. This isn't listen, I, I'm you know I'm against the whole like qualifications and, and, you know, everything's so protocol and we have to just, you know, come before the Father like, oh my God. It's not that thing. This is an opportunity, but He in His goodness is trying to make sure that you're able to carry this thing. So then what happens is He starts to reveal to you, you. And it's weird because we've talked about how we have to honor those leaders. We have to uh, we have to trust leaders. Yahweh puts leaders in our life because it gives us a gateway into glory. So if I can honor the leader that's in my life or the person that Yahweh's put in my life, there's supposed to be glory that floods into that situation. Here's the issue with that: is that glory is also goodness. Benjamin talked about it is the goodness of Yahweh, and sometimes the goodness of Yahweh. No. Always the goodness of Yahweh comes as revelation light. So if there's things of lack of purity within the heart, if there's things that aren't quite exactly right, in order for that vessel to clearly be a vessel of His glory and of His goodness, that revelation light comes in and you say, I just honored my leader. I just honored the word you gave me. I just did all these things. And now all of a sudden, these things are coming out. I'm struggling in this area and it's becoming very shaken and revealed and I'm dealing with all of these things. Yes, because Yahweh's goodness is not about you being exalted and everything looking good. Sometimes his goodness says, hey, I'm coming in here. I'm going to shake up some things in your heart. I'm going to shift some ways that you think I'm going to reveal some things that you didn't really want to reveal. And it might be tough, but it's going to change you and equip you to be able to handle the supernatural things that I want to give to you. So when his revelation light comes in and it messes up your world, it's also testimony that you did do exactly what you're supposed to do and that this secret place thing is starting to work. Don't fall off there. Don't fall off there. Keep pressing in. Stay in the secret place. Stay quiet. Let him start to reveal himself through you. Because this is the last phase. He starts to reveal you. So we got first off, face to face, we're sitting, we're quiet. Secondly, he reveals himself to you. Time to be quiet. Third, he starts to reveal you to those around you, to yourself, to whatever, in any way that he needs to do that. You have to, this is the yes. This is where a lot of people don't want to go. Because we all have our stuff. It's just true. 
I've had my stuff. I have my stuff. Remember, this is a constant thing you should be seeking. But that Yahweh in His goodness, and it was horrible, and it was not good, and it, but it came out so that today I'm able to walk in the things that I'm walking in. He revealed him. He revealed me to whatever it needed, and to what degree that needed to happen. And you just got to be willing to say yes to it. Because ultimately what's going to start to take place is He's going to reveal Himself through you. Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they're able to see God. Pure, clear in heart, for they're able to see God. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. I always like to switch those, because if you say that you have a clear heart, a pure heart, everything you do with your hands is going to be absolutely clean. Attuning our faces to His face. Do you understand? Am I, am I making this connection for you? Am I, am I showing this? Am I saying it how He said it to me and it's making sense? I don't know. Uh, but but it, it, it's, it's what He spoke to me. And I, and I have some, some really cool things I feel like Yahweh is speaking to me along the lines of humility. But first, humility is going to have to come through the way that the Father sees us. Right? So we have to get this attuning thing completely right. We've got to get this focus thing. I'm telling you, all these things about the attunement, all that stuff, Yahweh spoke this to me this morning. So, uh, again, it might be shooting from the hip a little bit here. I want you to take these words. I want you to go back home, listen to this again, because I feel like there's, there's something so vital in this face-to-face, this Jacob generation. This is not, if you came here for church, sorry, wrong, wrong one. This is, this is supernatural what I believe Holy Spirit speaking through me, and I'm only going to say yes to what He says to speak. I believe there's an area that through this attunement, Yahweh wants to give us, and, and there's many areas through this, but th- this, is the, this is the one I want to speak to you, is that it is it, wisdom. Wisdom is about to start to come to this place. I don't, I don't get this. He's, he's speaking to me about uh, attunement. He's speaking to me about humility. He's speaking to me about honor. He's speaking to me about the Lion King. <laughs> but, but he brought me to this, and this is an intro into what I believe some of the things we're going to speak about. We're not going to continue to, to go in this this morning. I just don't feel like we're supposed to. But let me say it one more time. I know I get hyped and I speak super fast. I love that He's speaking this to us. This is Him saying, I trust you. I trust you. And and I've known about face-to-face forever, and He's giving me simple language to what it actually is. And that's, to me, that's huge. That's big. It allows me to, to, to see why it's worth it. He blesses us with some understanding. Face-to-face sitting down in the secret place. It's who we are called to be. The Jacob generation. Those who seek His face. And that moment, that first moment is going to be some silence. It's going to be you just saying, this is what's worth it. It's going to be sitting around a campfire with your tribe. It's going to be coming here on a Sunday morning. It's going to be you driving in your car. It's going to be any time that you're willing to set aside, and not out of duty, but out of honor. And out of opportunity. Then he's going to reveal himself to you in place in areas that you thought you knew you don't know. You thought you knew it, but you have no idea about them. Such a creative, creative, creative father he is, and he's going to reveal himself in ways you've never seen it. 
in that time, I encourage you to write down every single thing that you see about the Father. You see about uh, you see about uh, where he, where you see Him in those things. Put it in somewhere that you can constantly review, but don't ever speak it. Keep it to your close to your heart until He gives you the go ahead on that. Then what's going to start to take place is He's going to reveal you. You need to be willing to allow revelation light, which is His goodness, to come and to expose things that need it. Remember, in the time is now, He's going to reveal what needs to be revealed, but He'll also conceal what needs to be concealed. It's not to make this exposure of you and just like make you all the stuff that you deal with. He's trying to help you clear out some things in your heart so that you're a vessel that's able to handle and able to, uh, to, to clearly and... Um, Effectively deliver what he has on our, in your heart, in our hearts. So he reveals you. It's illegal to say the same. Reveal himself through you. That's the last part. Is he's going to reveal himself through you. We have to change our thinking and why we're here in the first place. Your life is not your own. And I think we have this idea of that. His glory covers the earth like the waters cover the sea, being like a moment. And I believe that there are those moments. But it's not just this flooding, overtaking, like immediate, like there's some big moment that takes place. The kingdom actually happens in moments. It says that the kingdom is like leaven. So there's this slow rise. It gets in and it starts to infiltrate areas it needs to infiltrate. How does that take place? Only through you and me. That's how He designed it. He's not going to do something uh, in this generation because he's like, this was the, t- this was when I was thinking it would take place, I, and they're not doing their their stuff. So you know what? Anyways, step to the side. Here we go. Bam! Everything's good. That's not how this takes place. That's not how this works. He wants us to start to attune our faces to his face, and through that attune attunement, he starts to come to a place of revealing through you, his glory covering this earth like the waters cover the sea comes from people letting themselves be willing vessels through the process of secret place and face to face so that that starts to flood every area around you. If you're not seeing the goodness of the Lord in your own land, you're not going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land. We're looking in this broad place and he's saying, I'm looking at you. I need your face on my face. Stop looking at Joe Biden. Stop looking at Donald Trump. Stop looking at Facebook. Stop looking at all these people that you think are so influential and so big and start to look at the Father who designed you, who is the commander of angel armies, who has all control over all gold and all silver, who He designed everything, the heavens and the earth. That's who you need to spend your time. That's who's worth it. That's where change is actually going to start to take place. That's where His goodness starts to flood this earth. So let's read real quick something we've read a a ton of times, but I'm going to read through this. This is actually written by Solomon, a man who I want to talk about uh, in weeks to come, and we'll see if that happens, but but I I want to. And he says says this. This is in uh, Proverbs 3. We're going to start in verse 1. We usually start in verse 5. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. It says, My child, if you truly want a long and satisfying life, never forget the things that I have taught you. Follow closely every truth that I've given you, then you will have a full rewarding life. Hold on to loyal love and don't let go and be faithful to all that you've been taught. 
Let your life be shaped by integrity with truth written upon your heart. That's how you will find favor and understanding with both God and men. You will gain the reputation of living life well. Here we go. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you. And He will lead you in every direct decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do. And He will lead you wherever you go. Listen, Solomon was was noted even today as the wisest man who's ever walked this planet. Such wisdom and such uh, honor came to him. There's There's another side of that story that we can talk about. But in the beginning... And in his first 20 years of his 40 reign, 40 years of reign was absolutely the most powerful, incredible time that Israel has ever experienced. And that came from his humility, that came from his seeking of the Father's wisdom. And in that time, he's painting this to his own son, but also sons of his reign, sons that, that followed him. They referred to them as sons then too. And, he, and he's telling him the keys to wisdom. See that he... The most wise man who's ever lived is giving us through Scripture wisdom keys. And his wisdom key says this, become intimate with him in whatever you do. Whatever you do. Face to face. Become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. The wisest man is saying, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore Him with undivided, say undivided, devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. There's a lot of things that are wrong. Avoid them. Simple. Profound then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Glorify God with all of your wealth, honoring Him with your very best. He was also one of the wealthiest men that ever lived. And He's saying, honor Him with your wealth. With every increase that comes to you. Not, not well, you know, this was, this was a gift. You know, I, I, I got this on an odd job. It was... You know, with cash, and you know, I reason out why I don't really need to give out of this or hear what Holy Spirit's speaking to me about where to place this money. I, it, it was, it's extra. That's not the thing. He says, trumps that with this: glorify God with all your wealth, honoring Him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessing from an uncontainable source of inner joy. I feel such a, a glory and weight on this day and on this, this word, and I, I hope that it's hitting where it needs to hit, but it will eventually if you'll listen long enough. But I hope it is today that you're getting this, this the significance, the need, how vital it is for us to just sit with Him. So, not out of the duty thing, but out of the attuning thing, that He has adopted us through His Son. And that He wants to reveal the kingdom through us in every single facet of our life. Good? That's where we're going to stop this morning. If you will, stand with me. If you believe it, let's hear an amen. Good.
Abba, we say yes to your word today. We thank you. I ask that you allow that this seed that you've planted within the process of time to start to bud and you give us the ingredients, the thanksgiving, the the prayer, the things that we need to grow this seed within our heart. And I just ask that you help to reveal yourself in every single situation, the land that we're currently living in. I ask for your goodness to be revealed, that we have eyes to see. We know that your glory already exists. We know that your goodness exists. Help us to perceive it in every area of our life and everywhere that we walk. We even see the exposure of some things with revelation light to be your goodness that you're equipping us to handle the weight and the glory that you want to bring to this nation, bring to this globe, bring to our own households, Father. We just ask that that become so prevalent that we cannot even ignore it in our lives. Show us through the little things. Show us through the big things. Show us through the things that we hear. Show us through the things that we see, the things that we taste, the things that we touch. Make all of our senses attuned to your heart and to your face, Father. Let us be more singular in the way that we do our life, that we do focus on the one thing. And the one thing never becomes just a saying or a quote on a t-shirt or just some simple Bible scripture that we've learned, but it becomes our lifestyle. One thing have I desired of you, that I keep my eyes completely focused on you and the only inquiry of my heart happens within your presence, within your temple. Father, we seek you. We are this Jacob generation. We say yes and we say thank you to the prophetic word you've given us and the blueprints that we are starting to see that eye has not seen nor ear had heard or entered into the heart of man, but you are starting to give these things to us because you've tested our hands, you've tested our hearts, and you've said these are clean hands and pure hearts that I'm asking to ascend the hill of Zion today, that I'm going to give them something I've never given anybody else, and in that all glory will go to you, Father. Let us effectively reveal you to the culture. Declare this, I ask that you bless everybody in this place today. Bless them with your presence. Bless them with your help. Bless them with your wealth. Bless them in their relationships. Bless them when they're coming in and when they're going out. Let you emanate from every pore of their body. When they come around people, they see you. I declare this in the nature, in the name of Yeshua Almighty. Almighty, 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 Almighty. Through Him, all things are possible. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Tribe Podcast. To learn more about us or ways to give, please visit our website at tribechurch.com.